0: There's nothing better than recording a podcast when someone is weed whacking right outside. Just whacking the weed right outside. And don't they know that I've got a podcast to do, guys? I'll be honest with you, I'm exhausted. I flew back from Dallas last night after playing in a um, golf tournament with PGA Champions Tour uh, players and celebrities and it was three days of competitive golf, five days of golf in general. And I know you're, you're thinking that's that golf is the easiest thing to do. And you're not wrong when you say that out loud. It is a pretty relaxed sport. But let me tell you something. This was a long course and I walked it three days in a row and also swung a golf club and focused. We did the math on it because my brother brought his like a little watch. Yeah, 12 miles a day. Still a lot,
1: I'm a little bit tired,
0: but we're gonna, we're gonna persevere, we're gonna win the day Anyways, I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys all about it, but also tell Brandy all about it Because I'm sure she's gonna give a big flying fuck about any of it, but still, let's color up Let's color up to talk about our favorite things and her least, golf Hello Hello, how you doing?
2: Let me tell you something.
0: Tell me all about it.
2: Got my hair colored on Thursday. Uh Uh-huh. Today's Monday. Okay. So when I get my hair colored, I like purposefully wait as many days as possible to wash it because I really want the color to like set in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want it to marinate as long as possible without washing. Mm -hmm. So I was waiting till the last minute. I was like, oh, we pushed the pod this morning. I have plenty of time to get up, take a shower, wash my nasty hair, woke up this morning to no water. Hmm. No water anywhere.
0: Like no water coming out of the the spout?
2: No water coming out of anywhere.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) No
2: water in the sink. No water anywhere.
0: Why don't you have water? What are you living in? I
2: don't know. So, you know, first thing I do is log on into my Facebook neighborhood group because, you know, everybody in this neighborhood, no one seems to work. People Mm -hmm. just are walking throughout the neighborhood at all hours of the day. And you better believe that everybody is in that Facebook group chat at all times, like letting you know what's going on in the neighborhood. So like without fail, I can go there and find out what's happening, you know? So 8 a.m. I log on and there's already like 25 comments about about how there's no water. So it's a neighborhood wide problem. And they're like, somebody had called and said it should be back on in three to four hours. So I was like, all right, still plenty of time to get a shower in before this pod. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 2 p.m. no water.
0: No water
2: no water. And if I had known, you know, but how would you know these things? Like if I had known somebody was going to damage the water line and I would have no water, I would have filled up some canteens. Yeah. Some containers so that I could have water to brush my teeth, wash my face, you know, just some make some coffee, some normal things that I wasn't able to do this morning. So here we are at two o'clock. I have not washed this hair since Thursday. We're looking real greasy haven't brushed my teeth today it, there's i'm just really it's ugh. yeah
0: you should go I mean, well, find a truck stop shower
2: i live like kind of far like i'm a solid 20 minutes from yeah any public bathroom but i like what am i supposed to do brush my teeth with poppy soda i mean i love poppy soda but i don't think i want to brush my teeth with it
0: well maybe go to the grocery store and get a couple you know gallons of water
2: I should have, but I just kept thinking like, oh, any minute now the water is going to be on. You know what I mean?
0: What about down the barn?
2: No water. And Summer, who works for me, she does my morning shifts right now. Yeah. And she texted and was like, hey, water at the house? And I was like, no, no water. She was like, fuck. She was like, I just dumped everybody's water trough to clean it, and now we can't refill it. So all the animals have been down there all day with no water. Like, we're fucked.
0: So what does the city say?
2: I mean— <laughs> I'm not gonna call, but like everybody else is someone's neighborhood gonna chat, do it. Yeah. Someone, yeah, they've obviously called and they say they're repairing it. But let me tell you what, like I'm struggling over here.
0: I bet. You gotta have water. From what I understand, I have, you need I have flushed, water to live.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I have to pee often. I had to take a shit this morning. Oh, so like man. I've already used every bathroom in which you can flush once. You because know, there's already oh, water in there. No. You can flush it one time, one time only. And so now I've hit every bathroom in the house so far. Like I have no more flushes.
0: No more flushes. <laughs> no more poopy times. Well, you know it's it's no. it's time to go outside, get one with Mother Nature.
2: I might have to. Thank God I have some like good wipes in the closet. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. that, that have a little moisture for the wipey because.
0: Have you ever taken a, a forced shit?
2: I think like one or two times camping in my and within okay. the like span of my lifetime. You know, I really avoid it at all costs. Yeah, but it's, I think like maybe once or twice while camp whilst camping, I have had to do that.
0: Yeah, got to dig a cat hole. It's very liberating. I will say that. I didn't love it. You didn't? No. Yeah. Um, you should. Well, you should go do it. Just one, just to recap <laughs> for us, <laughs> and just like let us know, you know, if you still can. Go find mm. yourself a log. What well, you do, this is what you do. You go find yourself a log and then you put kind of the edge of your butt on the log and then you kind of ah. get into a squat position. Okay. Or you can uh, find the log and, and have it kind of like underneath your knees and so your butt's hanging over. You, does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of genius.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is how we used to live before, you know, toilets and totos. We. I mean, uh, humans in general. Well, I'm, that's here. tough, man. I'm happy to say that we have internet back at my house, so that only cost a couple thousand dollars to do, Ooh. so that was fun. Excited about that.
2: I got the bill from, um, you know, I told you last week my horses were sick. Yeah. I got, that, I got the bill from the emergency vet call. Ooh. A whopping $1,100.
0: Oh, I thought it would be much worse than that. Cheers. Man, when I took Carl to the emergency room, a couple, there was a couple times when it was like a 5K bill.
2: You know what? Small animal vet charges a lot of times are more than the large animals, which is interesting.
0: It's all a racket.
2: It really is.
0: It's all a racket. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to say that, you know, you made fun of me for being pale the other day, and now I am tanner than you are. And I'm tan because your boy walked outside on, in a golf tournament for uh, five days in a row.
2: Yes, we saw.
0: And you're going to see more. All right. I'm going to put some, I got another post to put out Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and it's pretty amazing. Um, Well,
2: tell us about it.
0: Well, it was in Dallas. A lot of YFTs Tears came out and hung and were like, dude, love your podcast. And that just always blows me away and makes me so happy. Same. I got to play with some amazing PGA seniors. The second day I got to play with the guy who eventually won. His name is Mark Hensby. He's from Australia. Sweetest man Mm -hmm. in the world also very handsome I gotta be Hot? honest single I don't know if he's single but he was very handsome and I'll, and he's Age? playing the senior he's 51 so he's yeah, a little, yeah.
2: I'd do it <laughs> I'm not opposed I'll
0: send you a picture of him he's a, a very okay. handsome boy and it was just so much fun and I beat Ben love that I beat Robbie that's all I really cared about. I mean, I also beat Alfonso Ribeiro, because we're of mm-hmm. the same golf club. And so mm-hmm. I've always wanted to beat him. And I haven't in the last two. Got him this time. Anyways, ended up tied for 15th. So. Out of how many? 50. That's decent. It's actually really good. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, <laughs> you have to know your limitations, you know? Like, you have to know, you have to be realistic about these things. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a part of the show that people are not going to really understand. But anyways, everyone has a handicap in golf. But in this tournament, you don't get to use your handicap. So Tony Romo. Is, that, is
2: a handicap a bad thing or a good thing?
0: It's how you handicap somebody when you're when you're playing them. So like if someone really good is playing at someone who's not very good, the person that is not very good has a bigger handicap mm-hmm. to make up for the fact that he's not as good. So okay. it's, it's so people who are not the same level of talent in golf can play can together. Play. Got it. But in this tournament, you don't get to handicap yourself. Ah. To be a scratch golfer, that means that you like a lot of times you're just playing par, which is really, really good. That means you're a zero, right? Mm -hmm. If you are better than that, that means you're a plus. Hmm. Tony Romo, who ended up winning it, the football player, he's like a plus four, okay? I am like a negative four index. So that means effectively he's eight strokes better than me on any given day. So if we're playing in a match where we don't get to use handicaps, there's just no way that I can beat him. I'm just not that good. Right. I was tied for 11th the first day. Then I went to 14th. Then I went to 15th. But I shot 78, 79, 80. That's pretty good. Okay. So I'm just really proud of myself. Love Thank that. you. I got a nice tan. I beat Ben.
2: Those are all great things.
0: It was great. So a big shout out to the invited celebrity classic in Dallas at Choctaw Country Club. So much fun. Thank you to the PGA champions for letting me uh, hang out with them and, you know, try not to slow them down too much. And, oh, I also got to play in a pickleball tournament. And I played with an old NHL pro goalie named Eric Cole, who was lovely. Eric and I are not, we're, we, can, we can play pickleball, but we're not like the best pickleball players. Do you know who we played against? Who? We played against Marty Fish, who is a professional tennis player. Mm-hmm. He's the Davis Cup captain. Oh. Very good. And you know who his partner was? Who? John Isner, who is a professional tennis player. Who is 6'10"? I'm not, what? I'm not exaggerating. I was like, this guy's 6'9", this isn't fair. And he goes, I'm 6'10". I go, Jesus Christ, man.
2: You're in the wrong sport, buddy. So they
0: beat the ever-living shit out of us. <laughs> but did I get a wig and play in it, like I was in the 70s? Yes, I did.
2: I saw that, I was wondering what the hell that was.
0: I mean, if listen, if you can't win, you gotta entertain.
2: Do you? Yeah,
0: you do. And I did, hmm. so I won in that regard. Interesting. Anyways, I had an amazing time, and now I'm back, but I'm a little tired. That's why I pushed to noon, because I was like, your boy needs to sleep in.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Is it just me, Hmm. or do you play golf more than you do anything else these days?
0: Yeah, it's because I'm not working a lot right now.
2: Yeah,
0: must be nice. Yeah, but that's all about to end soon, so.
2: Oh, yeah? Can you tell us why?
0: Let me sign some contracts first, and then Uh. we'll... uh, and then we'll get in there.
2: Details, details.
0: Yeah. But I think I, I'm going to be gone for a lot of the rest of the year. So, or at least oh. most of the summer.
2: That means paradise.
0: It could. could mean something else. Who knows?
2: That's definitely what it means.
0: We'll see. And Sarah's got to go to, I don't know if I can say where it is, but she got to go to Love Island. So I also have to Oh, go she's doing that again. To go visit. Of course. Great. We've really cornered the market of like bad uh, yeah, hooking up. Beach shows,
2: you know. There's a lot we can we can discuss further, but there is a lot of uproar on social media that Nick and Vanessa Lachey need to be replaced as hosts of Love Is Blind. I almost commented on a post and said, "What about Wells and Sarah? They want another couple." I
0: did watch that video. Maybe I can find it and we can play it. Should we talk about it?
2: Yeah, we should probably start the show first, though, huh? Okay,
0: Um, in a second. Is it me or you?
2: I think it might be me.
1: Go
0: for it.
2: Bros and hoes, you're listening to a very dirty uh, Your Favorite Thing podcast with...
0: Wells and Filthy Brandy.
2: and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right
1: back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's B O L L A N D B R A N C H B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Because I did comment on one of the posts that I saw.
2: And said, what about me?
0: I didn't say that because I'm not that guy.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll do it.
0: But also, I don't like to, like, go steal people's jobs.
2: No, I know, I know, I know, I know.
0: <clears throat> But I do think that she could have done a better job of hosting that finale,
2: mm-hmm. if
0: I'm being honest.
2: I think for me, like, I would say that one of the, you know, not rules, but... Just kind of unspoken guidelines of hosting a show like that is you're you're supposed to stay neutral. Well you can't take sides.
0: Yeah, and so this is where this is where she's at a disadvantage because she is not a journalism major. Like she didn't take journalism ethics and stuff. But like the things that you learn when you go become an actual journalist or, or study to be like a host of sorts is that you have to be unbiased.
2: Yeah, well, I didn't go to school for that, but I know that.
0: Well, I did, and then that's, like, the one thing you do. You have to go in unbiased because then it's not journalism. Then it's an opinion-based situation, right? Right. Here's what we're talking about. It was in the after show, and Vanessa just kind of goes at Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't evident to me that, like, in my vision of the future, yeah. that wasn't there. You know, you can say, uh, you know, whatever you want.
3: You wanted but, actions. Like, you wanted her...
0: I just a... wanted to be able to see it, I guess, like...
3: Okay. What would make you see that? I'm sorry. Just so I understand.
0: I think... It seems like she's mad at him. Mm-hmm. You also have to see it. It's, like, it's a little bit of like, what would make you see that? Just explain it to me. It's a little um, accusatory and it's not great. But here's the thing. This is an opportunity for her to to learn from that. And so my comment on that post was... And I totally understand where she's coming from. Because you end up working on one of these shows... You become emotionally invested, and she's emotionally invested in the show, which is a good thing to feel something about the show that you're making. And so then I wrote, like, you have to, like, be kind because everyone's fighting a hard battle, especially the people on that show. Vanessa and Nick, like, you've never been on a reality show where, like, you didn't see the person And then all of a sudden you have to go marry them. You have no idea how these people are feeling and you need to let them explain themselves and fight their own battles. And all you're supposed to be doing is moderating.
2: You're not, I agree. I agree. I just think it's one thing to be a girl's girl, but it just kind of seemed like she sided with the women and was kind of pitting against the men. And Paul got it the worst, but our boy Marshall was kind of getting it a little bit. You know, she didn't really go after him in the same way, but she was definitely like overly kind of siding with Jackie when Jackie was the clear, not villain, but like in the wrong in that relationship. You know what I mean? Like Jackie was clearly in the wrong during that entire relationship. So I don't know. It just seemed like this weird, like let's pit against the men type thing. It was just strange. And I just think for a host, like you're just not supposed to do that. You're supposed to stay neutral.
0: Yeah. Here's the problem. She got a lot of positive affirmation from the last one when she went in on that guy. Remember that? Um,
2: Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharif or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And You're so right. in her mind, she was like, I'm going to do that again. But it's like, whoa. Yeah, it place, wasn't good. Place time. But anyways, uh, the time. Anyways, the show is great, though.
1: hmm
0: But that was pretty weird. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, uh, no one liked it.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have some favorite things, bro, or what? What's going on?
2: Bro, Tell me all about what it. Have I been a watching? So I watched. Don't get me wrong. I did not have high expectations for this at all. Okay. Uh, but have you seen the little rom-com, action rom-com called Ghosted with Chris Evans and no. Anna No.
0: It looks good, though.
2: You know. Okay. Here's the thing. You have to go into it knowing that this is a cheesy show, right? Like you can't go in expecting something serious. It, is it a show or a movie? Our movie. Sorry, you're okay. right. It's a movie. I love Chris Evans so much. Same. Like I wish he was single. God, I would love to date him. Um I love Chris Evans and this role is just so perfect for him. This is what he does best. You know what I mean? And it's ironically uh hilarious because normally in an action movie, he's like the superhero he's or the,
0: he's the CIA. Yeah, spy. exactly.
2: And yeah. this is the roles are reversed, which is hilarious. And he does a very good job of uh, kind of like leaning into the irony of that in this. Um, he is fantastic. I don't want to say that I dislike Dare Moss because I don't. I actually really liked her in um, Moshe and the Gray Man. And I loved her in the original Glass Onion franchise. Yep. Knives I out. Like her. Knives out. I like her in a lot of things. I don't think she was really the right choice for this role. Okay. But the movie is still very cute and definitely worth a watch. I mean, I was multitasking. I was like working a little bit and watching the movie. So, you know, it's nothing earth-shattering, but it's very cute and Chris Evans is phenomenal.
0: Cole falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on a second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Adrian Brody in Ghosted on Apple TV. Yeah, she's just like the it girl right now.
2: She is a little bit. And like I said, I've really enjoyed her in other things. I, She just, for me in this movie, she just wasn't selling the role for me. Got like it. I just wasn't 100% sold on her in this. But it's okay. I mean, it wasn't, she wasn't bad. She just, I just kind of would have preferred somebody else, I think. But. Yeah. Still, very cute movie, very good.
0: We watched a cute movie called Chupa. Have you heard of that? No. So, it's on Netflix. And do you know what a chupacabre is? I do not. So, in Mexico, they have like this mythical animal, beast, or whatever called Bigfoot. Yes, but it's called a chupacabre. And it's like a dog with wings. And a lot of people think it's real. And a lot of people think that they're bad. And then some people think that they're like misunderstood and they're good. Anyway, so it's based on, like, what if a chupacabre was real. It's actually, like, super cute. While visiting family in Mexico, teenage Alex gains an unlikely companion when he discovers a young chupacabre hiding in his grandpa's shed. To save the mythical creature, Alex and his cousins must embark on an adventure of a lifetime. Chupa on Netflix. It's cool because it takes place in Mexico, so there is a lot of Spanish in it, but there's subtitles and stuff. And the little chupacabre is so freaking cute. The bad guy in it is Christian Slater.
1: Oh, um, Kind of lovely. blast
0: from the past. Yeah. Listen, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. But you fall in love with the little chupacabre. The main kid is very, very good. And then there's like a cute little girl, and then there's like the funny sidekick, chubby little brother who's amazing who's so good anyway so chupa it's cute watch it with like your kids or your nephews or something i think you i think people like it nice yeah
2: well sticking with netflix i started a new series i think it's called the diplomat have you seen uh that by chance no i haven't
0: tell me all about it a
2: little synopsis um carrie russell's in it she's the lead Took me about two episodes to kind of get hooked, but that's that's kind of been true for a lot of things for me lately for some reason. But Harry Russell's character is flown over to London to be... I guess an ambassador for the U S during like some crazy shit that went down over there where they like uh, it's assumed that Iran like bombs some ship, kills a bunch of people. She doesn't think it's Iran, blah, 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 all these things. But what she doesn't know is that the U S sent her over there because they're prepping her to take the vice president's place because the vice president is stepping down for some reason. And and everybody knows that they're prepping her for that except her and her husband knows, and he's kind of in on it. And he's a diplomat too. And like, I don't know. So it's like a, you know, a political drama, I guess I would say. Who plays the husband? He looks so familiar, but I don't know his name.
0: Rufus Sewell.
2: I don't know what else I've seen him in, but he's... He's I always have... the bad guy. He, I love him in this. He's so good.
0: He's the bad guy in A night's Tale. Great movie.
2: Wow. the Throwback.
0: I think he's the bad guy in The Illusionist.
1: Oh, yeah. Great movie.
0: Here's the tag. In the midst of an international crisis... Kate Wyler, a career diplomat, lands a high-profile job where she is not suited with tectonic implications for her marriage and political future. Carrie Russell, Rufus Sewell, and David Gaiassi in The Diplomat, only on Netflix. Okay.
2: Yeah. So basically, like this chick's like really rough around the edges, right? And mm-hmm. but they're prepping her for the vice presidency, which she doesn't know. But so they're making her do all these things that she does not want to do, like shoot a British Vogue cover, right? Like put a dress on and shoot a British Vogue, cover. and she's like, she's so good in this role because she's so like anti all of that, mm-hmm. and she obviously doesn't understand like why she's having to do all these things and doesn't want to do any of them. But um, I don't know. It's very good. If you love political stuff, you know, I feel like.
0: West Wing. The,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like because, um, what was it called? Like, The Night Agent that mm. we just watched, it was so massive. Apparently, it was, like, the most watched Netflix show of all time or something oh, really? crazy. I feel like now that that's done so well, they're going to start cranking out the political dramas on yeah. Netflix.
0: All right. I started watching Outlast on Netflix.
2: Oh, what is that?
0: Did you ever watch Alone?
2: I mean, I watched, like, an episode or two here and there, but never, like, got into it big time.
0: So, Alone was that show where they take, like, all these survival experts and, like, outdoorsmen's and shit, and they drop them in, like, the middle of nowhere, Alaska, and they're like, whoever can stay out here the longest wins a million dollars. I love that show. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix obviously was like, okay, we need one of these shows. And they started this show called Outlast. And when I first saw it, I was like, okay, this is just a ripoff of Alone, and I, you know, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, this one's different than Alone. In Alone, mm. you're alone. And in this one, you have a team. It's like the alliances in the Hunger Games.
1: Mm.
0: People are fucking cutthroat. That's all butterflies and rainbows in the beginning. But then as shit starts going down, people get real shitty like sabotaging other teams, stealing food of other teams. The true nature of humanity is exposed on this show called Outlast. In the extreme Alaskan wild, 16 survivalists compete for a chance to win a massive cash prize, but these lone wolves must be part of a team to win Outlast on Netflix. So if you're into that show alone, you should probably watch this. This one is alone, but instead, it's Hunger Games.
2: That sounds better to me, honestly.
0: Yeah, the one thing about Alone is like you don't have any help, right? Or is this one you have help? Like someone's like, "I'm good at fishing, I'll go do that." Like, okay, yeah. I'm good at making fires, I'll go do that. You know, whereas like you have to be really, really good at everything in in Alone.
1: True.
0: This one you got to like scheme, and it's funny because it's a lot of people who are alphas and are like trying to take charge and. There's a little bit of sexism that's going along with it because, of course, like the women who are like the guys don't tr- don't think anything of us. Yada yada yada. Anyways, pretty good.
1: Sounds scary. Yeah,
2: I'll watch that. Don't hate. We have to talk about the f- end of jury duty. Did you finish it? I
0: haven't finished it yet.
2: Oh come on! I'm
0: sorry. He's is it-
2: so good because the very so the at the very end of the second to last episode, I want to say there were eight episodes. So if that's true, the end of se- at the end of episode seven, they bring him up, like, you know, the trial's over, they've come to a verdict or whatever, and they bring him up and they tell him it's all fake. yeah, and the whole last episode is him like knowing it's all fake and kind of like going you know me, going behind the scenes into the control room mm. and seeing how it all happened like it is just so good. Can we try to get that guy on our podcast?
0: Sure. I just saw I he mean, did he did bars to KFC so I'm sure we yeah.
2: yeah. He's done a few so we we are a little late to the party, but I think yeah. it'd be so fun to have him on.
0: All right. Well, producers. Ronald. Get Ron on, baby.
2: Good old Ronald.
0: Yeah. I know I got to finish that. It's good. I started watching Florida Man. Have you seen that?
2: No. Never heard
0: of it. It's also on Netflix. It's got Edgar Ramirez, who's been in a lot of stuff. Oh, he was in like the new Point Break. I don't know if you watched that.
2: I didn't watch the new one. Oh.
0: He's in a movie called Gold, uh, also in Domino. He's Venezuelan. He plays like a lot of Latin characters. He's very handsome. And he's in a new show called Florida Man, which is so funny because as a radio host, every radio show you've ever listened to in the morning would have a bit called Freakin' Florida where you just read headlines and it would always be like, Florida Man breaks into jail to get his <laughs> clothes back. You know, and you're like, what? Because mm-hmm. Florida's just bonkers. Mm-hmm. So seeing the name of this, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. When an ex-cop returns to his home state of Florida... To find a mobster's runaway girlfriend, what should have been a quick gig, turns into a wild odyssey. Florida Man on Netflix. It seems like the show's pretty good. I'm only like an episode or two in, but um, Florida Man, I'm going to stick with it. Oh, I have a book.
2: Yeah? You got a book? I got a book. Speaking of books. Okay. The Apple Plus show called uh, The Last Thing He Told Me.
0: Yeah, which I read. You did read that? Yeah, I told you that last week.
2: Have you started the show? No. I don't know, guys. I don't think it's very good.
0: It's funny because I didn't think the book was very good. Really? Yeah, I was like, eh, whatever. Uh I like it wasn't like one of my like favorite things. Actually, I think I I think I did say it was one of my favorite things because it it was it was okay, <laughs> but it wasn't like the best thing. You've ever yes. Yeah, yeah. And when I heard it was yeah. being made into a a show, because I think I knew that because it's like a Reese Witherspoon production, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I knew that maybe kind of going into it, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to be great. So that's interesting that you say that.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 caught up. I'm. A, it's only there's only a few episodes out, but you know I love Jennifer Garner and she's great in this, but like I just the show it's not doing it for me for some reason.
0: I'm gonna check it out anyway, just to like yeah 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 see what it's all about, but. So I started reading In the Weeds, Around the World and Behind the Scenes with Anthony Bourdain. And it's written by this guy named Tom, who was his EP, his executive producer, like basically the entire time they made the show. And it's hearing like his take on all of the Anthony Bourdain stuff. Here's a review. A gripping and deeply personal book detailing the utter frenzy and chaos of the shoots, but also his relationship with an incredibly complex but extraordinary man. The writing is truly sensational and visceral. Fans of Anthony Bourdain's show will at last get what we have long desired, a behind-the-scenes view of the life on the crew traveling to faraway places and working directly with Anthony Bourdain. He says this thing in in the book, pretty interesting. It's like, you know the one question that I always get asked about Anthony is, did he leave a suicide note? Mm. And if so, like, what did it say? And he was like, I never found a suicide note. I had 17 years of them. Whoa. But you know, there's a lot of people who kind of blame the girlfriend, uh, the woman he was with kind of at the time. And, He goes and has a conversation with her, and he talks about it in the book. It's really, really interesting. Anyways, in the weeds, if you're an Anthony Bourdain guy, which I feel like everyone was an Anthony Bourdain guy at some point. Definitely. He was kind of like the rock star of, like, food, travel, Mm -hmm. everything, and everyone wanted his job. True. But no one can do it. Mm
2: -mm.
0: Mm-mm. I got a question.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, elevators, Mm -hmm. why can you only go one direction all the time? I don't understand that. Like, we have the technology— when it's like, oh, this is going up, and you need to go down. Like, I don't understand why. Like, but but I need to go down, you know. So let's let's go down. Why 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 can you only go up and then down? Why can't you go up and down and up and down? What is what's the difference? It's all pulleys and weights and levers and mechanisms, and I just don't understand why we can't fucking start going down now instead of having to go up. You know?
2: Yeah, I have a thought. Okay. Just, you know, uh, my classic, uh, just bring you back down to reality for a second. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think that yeah. when you call the elevator and you want to go down yeah, and it comes by and it says, well, we're going up. I think it's because somebody above you has already pressed the button that they need the elevator. So it's going up because they pressed it for, they asked first, right? Oh, it's- so it's got to go up and get the people that were ahead of you before it can go down.
0: It's first come first serve. Yes. Okay. What if there isn't anyone doing that? I still think but there,
2: that- but there is,
0: but I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure it's true.
0: I mean, maybe, but I just feel like, I feel like we've just, we've gotten far far enough in science that they can figure out that it can just go down now, you know?
2: (laughs) And strand the people that were there before you that want to go down.
0: Fuck them. I have to go down. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. Uh, Have you ever put peanut butter on a dog's nose?
2: I give my dogs peanut butter a
0: lot. You don't ever put it on their nose and then they watch them like try to lick it off. No. Oh, is it
2: cute?
0: It's so cute, but every time we do it, I'm like, I know the dogs are like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Like see? this is well, so. Why did you do that? It's the. I, it's hard for me to lick the top of my nose. You know? Can you lick yeah. the top of your nose? You can't. No, because you're a stupid human. Why did you do this to me? Now I got to sit here and look like a fucking idiot, just <laughs> licking at nothing. Ew, I
2: don't- I don't like that.
0: And my fucking parents are laughing at me, and they think it's so funny. I'm just sure they're like, "Fuck you, man! Like, thanks for the treat, but like, no, thank you."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we do have some. Oh yeah. Calls, I think. Uh huh. Should we do some of those?
1: I
2: think we should. I like hearing from the YFTers.
1: Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Jen calling you from Singapore. So I'm Whoa. just wondering Whoa. if I am your furthest listener. And actually, I'm calling you from Bali right now, so even further. Jesus but Christ. I have listened to you guys from day one and love you guys and get very excited. It comes out Wednesday, Singapore time. So it makes me very excited when your podcast comes out. So. Um, but Brandy, I'm wondering why you have never spoken about watching Sex Life. It is the best show ever. The guys are mm. so good looking on it. I it have is heard spectacular. That. And it's, I believe it's super, super popular. I know all my friends and I watch it. So a little confused on how that has never come up. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really curious to know how you enjoyed Fairy Tale. Um, I also listened to it as well and really, really enjoyed it and wanted to get your thoughts on that book. Um, and then my final book recommendation is Lessons in Chemistry. I thoroughly suggest it. It's so spectacular! They're actually making an Amazon, or I'm sorry, an Apple Plus show about it right now. So it should be coming out um, hopefully soon. But it was a wonderful book, all about um, a lady scientist back in the 50s and all the struggles that she had to go through to um, get noticed. And it was wonderful. It made me laugh, cry, all the emotions. So I thoroughly suggest that. Anyway, um, keep up the great work, and know that you are reaching people internationally. So um, I can't wait for next episode.
0: Bye. That's cool. You ever been to Singapore?
1: I haven't, but uh, it's ironic
2: that uh, she called in this week because I am currently planning a trip to Asia for the end of the year, Mm-mm. and might be booking some DJ gigs in Singapore. Mm. So that would be cool if I got to meet her.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I liked Fairy Tale. It wasn't my favorite Stephen King novel, but it was very good. So. There's that. All right. This one's called Jersey.
3: Okay. So no one told me that we were doing voicemails again. So I'm going to do a little combination of a fuck you very much because I already did one of those on Apple reviews. Love it. I'm scared. And a voicemail all in one. Perfect. And no, I'm not angry. I'm from Jersey. Okay. I told you guys, (laughs) you've got to watch the movie Fresh. It's from 2022. It's very good. I think I watched it on Prime. Um, There's obviously other movies called Fresh, but this is the latest one. Um, It is... Stellar, Wells would love it. Brandi, sure you would love it as well. Make sure you guys watch that. Also, Brandi, Nightwatch, Chef's Kiss. Gives Night agent. bad actor vibes, but still amazing. Still love it. 10 out of 10. Okay, guys, thanks. Fuck you very much. Get it to fuck together. Are we doing voicemails or no? Bye.
0: Like I don't even think that was a fuck you very much. Like I it, <laughs>
3: no, it wasn't.
2: My favorite part of that whole thing was I'm not mad. I'm from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Too uh, good.
0: Here's fresh. Fresh follows Noah, played by Daisy Edgar Jones, oh. who meets the alluring Steve, Sebastian Stan. Oh, you like him? Mm-hmm. At a grocery store, and given her frustration with dating apps, takes a chance and gives him her number. Fresh on Hulu. That. Daisy Edgar-Jones is very much an it girl right now, too. Uh-huh. I will say yeah. that. All right. right, I'll, 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 I'll do that. Also, I, that wasn't that mean. No. Are you sure you're from Jersey? Hmm.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Hey, so my name's Emily. I just listened to the podcast um, from this week, whenever you listen to this. And you were talking about the engagement rings from... Love is blind. Oh. And interestingly enough, the, there's actually a law about this. And so it depends which state you live in. Uh, for example, in New York, uh, an, an engagement thing is considered a gift. And so the woman would not have to get the ring back, even if it was a family heirloom that would probably go to court. But since they film in Washington and live in Washington, in Washington it's considered a conditional gift, and the condition is that they get married. So um, if they do not get married, uh, the receiver is supposed to give the ring back. So Jackie should really be giving that ring back to Marshall, even though Marshall probably didn't buy it. Um, yeah. Anyways, love your podcast, five stars. Um, would love is when you're reviewing things, if you could say the title of the movie, TV show, book again um, at the end of your review. By the time you get through it, I spit and I have to and So it would be great if you could say it twice. Um, please stop 30, Grandpa. Otherwise, keep
1: it up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: I've been trying to be better about saying the titles at the end, and saying yeah. and saying where they are, like where you can watch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the lawyer calling in and letting us know. But also, I love
2: that. I you think let it, me know about Tennessee.
0: Yeah, but also it should be a, a conditional gift everywhere because it is. I, mean, it's, I know. it's under the condition that we get married. I know. Yeah. You want to do one more?
2: Yeah.
3: Hi, Wells and Brandy. Um, I'm just calling in because I, this is kind of old, but one of your book recs I recently read, I think Wells was reading Leviathan Wakes. Mm-hmm. So good. I did um, But I'm not sure if you guys knew, you might, that they made a whole TV show out of that series. They did? It's called The Expanse.
0: Oh, it's yeah. on Amazon
3: I, Prime. It's like Game of Thrones in space. Funny. I think you would love it. Very good. All right, bye.
0: Yeah, I watched What's that. What's it called? Sh- the Expanse. I totally oh, watched it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as good as as the book I thought, and mm. I didn't know that that was the same thing. But it makes total sense, actually. Now looking <laughs> back, I'm stupid. Right. Well, good stuff. Do you have anything else? You have any musics?
2: I do, actually.
0: Oh, tell me all about it.
2: Remember that time I trashed Luke Grimes's song? Yeah. And then saw him the next day. Yes. <laughs> uh whoops no shade luke big fan mm-hmm. he put out a new song he's put out a few actually since that first one but he put out a new one this past week and i love it genuinely really? fun fact a friend of mine her name's is ilse she's a songwriter she is a writer on this song so shout out i love ilse so much the song is called hold on and i think it's luke's best song so far i really like it okay luke's playing
0: stagecoach of course he is
2: he's moving on up in the world
0: we said I could not go crazy. We said I can make you hate. Me. Maybe I should change my name and run so I don't have to hold on. Maybe you and I would make it, it ain't the kind of risk I'm taking. Maybe I should change my name and run, run, run. run so I don't have to. That's good. Yeah, I like that one. Luke, I always liked your stuff, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and I don't even watch your TV show. So my buddy David Bornet mm. has a new song out. He's going to be releasing a bunch like over, I think, the next couple of weeks. But this one's called I Like the Idea. And, I mean, it's great. Check it out. I like the idea.
2: Dig that!
0: David Bourne is just the best, very talented man, and I like the idea of him putting out a new record very soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, go check out David Bourne. Nice. Cool. Um, I have one more. Tell me.
2: This came out a couple weeks ago, really, but I don't think we played it on here yet. You know, Young Noah, Young Nikki Champagne. Mm-hmm put out a song with Vance Joy, who's like one of her favorite artists. And um, she's already told this story. This is nothing new. But um, when Noah first started singing and playing out, um, she w- used to go to this tiny little coffee shop in Studio City and play at like open mic night. And she would play a cover of Vance Joy. I think it was Riptide. And yeah. that's kind of how Noah got started. And so she's like been such a big fan of his for so long. And um, now she got to do a song with him. It's called Everyone, Everybody Needs Someone.
0: You want to go out on it?
2: Yeah, let's go out on it.
0: Let's go out on it. Uh, you got some things coming up, coming up or what?
2: About to head on out to Stagecoach oh. um, in a couple days here, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and then I actually have a gig in Nashville on May 5th.
0: Oh, see de Mayo. Uh,
2: That's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, I'm playing at the Bobby Hotel rooftop. They do these, like, the summer long concert series called Backyard Sessions, ironically. Cool. He also has a show called Backyard Sessions. Um, But yeah, May 5th, if you're in Nashville or want to come visit for Cinco de Mayo weekend, come on out. Um, Details coming soon. And I also just announced I'll be playing in Tampa on May 27th, which is Memorial Day weekend and also is my birthday weekend. So if you find yourself uh, in or near Tampa, come hang out.
0: Cool. I have no idea if I have anything coming up. Um,
2: <laughs> golf. I got golf. No,
0: I'm, I'm done with golf for a little bit, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking over it. Yeah, no. I don't know. I'll be around. All right. All right. Well, YF Tears, we love you. If you want to call and leave a voicemail, it's uh, 858-630-1856. Um, we'll do Fuck You Very Much is next week, so if you want to go leave a comment on the, um, the Apple Podcast thing, go do it, and we'll see you next week. See you then Let's do it. But if you could see us from a distance, you know I've always been so close to you. Take my hand, if you can take me as I am.